Welcome, my friends, to the Ted Nostin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. Hope you guys are staying safe and strong as always. And be sure to look out for all the different specials we have on the website at healthmasters.com, including the current product of the week, the potassium iodine. That's our molecular iodine, incredibly good product for the thyroid and also for overall immune health. And I was looking earlier, I was talking to one of my friends last night, and we were kind of going back and forth on some of these topics that are going on and a lot of the obfuscation that's been occurring with the FBI and Trump and all these different things that have been going on with this Mar-a-Lago raid. I told you guys yesterday, now suddenly the FBI has these top-secret documents and photos of them, allegedly, that they've now cleared and given to the AP, of course, right on time. And I saw an article earlier that was, you know, yesterday we talked about the FBI and this guy that literally is basically been suspended, allegedly, or resigned for going in and shutting down the high, the the, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story, allegedly. You know, he's the scapegoat for this now. And I was talking to one of my buddies, and I was like, listen, I said, the FBI has numerous, numerous people involved in all these different investigations. I said, this one individual that they're painting as a scapegoat, is he's the one that suppressed the story. I said, it's all obfuscation. Then this story just came out from Daily Mail yesterday that said, FBI staff has lost confidence and director Christopher Ray, and they're calling for him to step down, says lawyer. One day after it emerged that politically biased agent who protected Hunter Biden has left the bureau. And it goes on in this article. I'm not going to read the whole article because, quite frankly, I think a lot of it's propaganda. In the Daily Mail, and it talks about how Christopher Ray is no longer really running the FBI and the people in the FBI are disappointed with his behavior and that he is not proper leadership, blah, 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 blah. The reason why they're putting this out there right now, this is my opinion, is to obviously push the pressure off what's really going on in the FBI. The vast majority of the FBI is corrupt to the core. We've seen this now. And they're trying to take the leadership from Christopher Ray and say, well, you know, this is the reason why this happened with the story with Hunter Biden. This is why these things have occurred. These key individuals are the main ones who have caused these problems. I think it's total lies. I think what they're doing is, is damage control. They're trying to go in and they're trying to paint key individuals and key personnel as the main problematic individuals so they can say, listen, if we get these guys to step down, if we get Christopher Ray to step down, if we get this other individual who is involved in you know, suppressing this story about Hunter Biden, the FBI will all be back at it again. They'll be strong again, guys. They'll be where they need to be. You can trust the FBI. You know, we're not we're not worried about Vicki Weaver getting her face blown off with a 308 from 400 meters out from an FBI sniper. That's that's water on the bridge. We're not going to talk about that anymore. We just need to get a few of these key personnel out of the FBI, and everything will be better. We got to ask yourself a question: Why in the world have we seen so many individuals that have been involved in these government agencies step down or retire in the last year? As we saw a couple days ago, Bobblehead Fauci has now said, out of nowhere, I'm going to retire. In December, I'm stepping down, and I'm going to retire, and he's going to get his, I think, from what I've read, it's like $415,000 a year retirement plan. Yeah, yeah, 
not joking, that's that's his retirement plan. Four hundred thousand dollars per year. That's his retirement plan. And then you kind of go, is he stepping down because he's seen the writing on the wall? A lot of things have been happening over the last year where individuals who have not gone along with the narrative and some of them that have suddenly just step out of it. If you guys remember, and I'm going to bring this up again because we haven't talked about it in literally right out of year. It was September 1st, 2021. Okay, guys, follow me. This is right out of a year ago. Flashback. Title of the story. Two senior FDA officials resign over Biden administration booster shot plan. This is literally a year ago. Two senior officials have resigned from their positions with the FDA over frustrations with the Biden administration plan to move forward with the COVID booster shots without their prior approval. Marion Gruber, director of the FDA's Office of Vaccine Research and Review, and deputy director Phil Cross, are set to leave the agency immediately, with sources telling Politico that the two officials were at odds with the FDA's top vaccine official, Peter Marks, and were discontented over the roles of the CDC and the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices and the push for boosters that they believe should not be handled. And they were sidelined on major decisions and told basically their opinion does not matter. They decided to step down. That was right out of a year ago, guys. Why did these two guys step down? Why haven't you heard anything from them since then? Why did they step down right when the FDA came out and approved this booster shot with Pfizer, even though we know now Pfizer's community vaccine, the one that got everybody gung-ho, oh, it's got approval. If you remember, August 23rd, 2021, right out of a year ago again. I remember this date very specifically because I was up in the guest room of my house, I just recovered from COVID. Felt awful. And I was doing the show every single day. Never missed a lick just because I wanted to get the truth out there. And you guys remember, all of a sudden, Pfizer and the FDA come out and they go, the FDA goes, hey, we've approved it. We've approved the Pfizer injection. Nobody can have any more questions. It's totally safe and effective and approved. And it allegedly marked a turning point in the battle against COVID. And the whole point was to extinguish vaccine hesitancy. Well, the problem with it was Americans arrived at their local pharmacies under the impression that government and pharmaceutical propaganda, they were told they were receiving the FDA-approved COVID vaccine. Total lie. Been alive from the beginning. Yet the legally distinct product, as we know it, never existed. Comernity has never existed still to this date. Comerni is a legally distinct product from the emergency use authorization shot, and it was never made way to the market. For months on end, no such vaccine has ever even been available. Those who received the Pfizer injection have been injected with the EUA version of the shot. There was indeed an FDA-approved vaccine, at least on paper. You couldn't get it. Up until weeks ago, this is a statement on the CDC website via Pfizer. Pfizer received FDA BLA license on 8-23-21 for the COVID-19 vaccine for use in individuals 16 and older community. At present, Pfizer does not plan to produce any product with these new NDCs and any labels over the next few months. While EUA authorized product is still available, is being made available for U.S. distribution. Then suddenly, suddenly, back in June, two months ago, Pfizer acknowledged that the originally licensed product will never be distributed. This is what it showed up to in June. FDA received initial 
FDA, BLA license from Pfizer, goes on the detail. And then here at the bottom, these NDCs will not be manufactured. Only NDCs for subsequently BLA-approved trisuclose formation, formulation will be produced. Now, why did all of a sudden this change? And I told you guys this from the beginning. It's because they had to have a blanket. They had to have an umbrella of covering with this. They had to get the approval from Pfizer as a shot and then say, hey, guess what, guys? It's safe. It's approved. It's the same thing, kind of, sort of. Well, not really, but we said it is, so you got to trust us. That's exactly what they did. That's what they've been doing the entire time. This was all designed to prevent liability for them. They did not want to get in a position where they were getting mass amounts of basically lawsuits. Now we're going to see what's going to happen with this new bivalent vaccine that they just rolled out now that we bought for billions and billions of dollars. That Sadly, I'd like to have more faith in humanity that nobody would get this shot, but sadly, I think a lot of people are going to get it. And I personally think this is going to be the next round in the fall. I think this shot is going to cause so much just health problems. And so many people are going to have issues with this that I think they're going to come in. They're going to say, listen, we tried to bring you the fifth booster. You guys didn't take enough of it. Now, look at all these people that are having all these variants pop up now. We've got the Omicron Transformer number 55 shot that's coming out now. We're doing it for your protection, guys, and we're doing it for your safety. Again, why did two of the top FDA advisor committee individuals that were involved in the shot step down when the boosters started to show up last year, exactly a year ago? Why did they go in and state that this is not okay? We're literally going to resign if you guys approve this. Why is Fauci... Now stepping down, Bobblehead himself, who never misses a lick, never takes an opportunity not to put himself on television. At any point in time, he will go on TV at any point to talk about how great he is. But now he's suddenly retiring. What? Wait, in, the member, in the middle of a pandemic, I might add. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Why is this happening? Why are they talking about the FBI, FBI director needing to step down now, Christopher Ray? I think it's all damage control, my friends. I think they're doing it very strategically to get some of the key individuals that have been involved in the lies and propaganda over the last couple of years. They're trying to get them out of the limelight and get them out of the way, pretty much population's hostility. Because once the people of America start getting enough rope, they start saying we're no longer going along with this, there's going to be some serious issues. And they want to make sure none of these guys are around when it happens. Just my opinion. What do you think, Dad? Uh, good, good, uh, good, good opening, Austin. I mean, Fauci is just an absolute uh, rat-looking piece of garbage. Is all he is. I, I can't stand the guy. And, and basically, they're doing damage control because Fauci has lost all credibility. With his change this, change that, change this, yes mask, no mask, go mask. Yep. This is stupid. And so he basically has become ineffective as far as a propaganda mouthpiece. And you know, and it's, that's why they're getting rid of him. And plus, like you said. Once they get to the point where they no longer are credible, they have to be replaced and they have to put another figurehead up there. Angela Merkel was the same way. Angela Merkel pretty just much destroyed Germany with the immigration that she allowed to come into Europe and, and Europe also by opening up the borders and doing the things that she did. And then she quickly steps down and basically runs away. And I doubt very seriously she'll even live in, the, in Germany anymore. She's probably hiding in a non-extradition country somewhere. 
and, and this is the same group that constantly does all of it. And, and we understand that. And, and look at the FBI right now. The FBI is really it's pretty much in trouble. You know, there, there's an article that was written by a guy by the name Davis, and he says that the forces. Are, this is posted on our website. The forces are lining themselves for some swarm of some swarm form of comeuppance, some form of reckoning, or becoming visible, if not illuminated clearly. The FBI has lost almost all of its cachet, gained largely through propaganda like the old television show. The Randy Weaver incident, which I also mentioned earlier, didn't do it. Even when it was known that Vicki Weaver was shot by an FBI sniper while holding her infant son in the doorway to Weaver's cabin about 400 yards, the massive blaze of Waco didn't do it. Though both incidents framed, reframed the agency in many people's minds, and their involvement in dope smuggling along with other federal agencies didn't do it. Their roles in covering for the Clintons didn't do it even right up to the absurd claim by Comey that there was no intent and therefore no crime. How does one destroy tens of devices and tens of thousands of pieces of evidence and tens of thousands of emails unintentionally? Their involvement as the straw man purchases during the Fast and Furious didn't do it. Nothing seemed to touch the FBI until the raid on Mar-a-Lago. But none of this is in a vacuum. They've been whittling away at their sterling credibility for decades and decades, so it seems. And what's what's interesting about this is that you know he goes on to say, this is really important. He goes at the issue of the raids against Matt Getz and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Donald Trump, political adversaries of the Democrats, no doubt, but does not make them also enemies of the Department of Justice. Yes, that's the implication that the nonstop defense of the Biden crime family, child sex traffickers, and offenders like those booking passage on the Lolita Express. Oh wait a minute, that's Mossad again with Jeffrey Epstein none of whom have been indicted for the now well-known accusations. So we step back and we go, why in the world has this happened? Why in the world are we seeing this? And why in the world is no one doing anything about any of this, as far as it seems to us? Well, now we at the Ted and Austin Brewer Show are telling you guys the truth. And we've talked to you guys many, many times about D-Wave computers, how the manufacturer of the D-Wave computer, which operates at like absolute zero, they have no idea how it works. It's basically fallen angel alien technology, and how they say they feel like they're standing at the altar of an alien god. Yes, it's going to be that kind of show today. And then we're going to talk about CERN, you know, what happened in CERN, and opening the containment veil to try to allow these entities from these other dimensions to come freely to and fro they would, as they would like to, because apparently there were limits set upon them as far as what they could and couldn't could do as far as coming back and forth. I probably got probably by God Almighty himself. And so now all of this stuff is fighting against our God, the great I am, <laughs> the creator of the heavens and the earth. And this war in the heavenlies, as it says in the book of Ephesians, is not a battle against flesh and blood, but against these principalities and these other regions of the netherworld and the other regions of dimensions. And we see that. And we see the continual fighting that we see going on in the United States and the continual fighting that's being used by this group of families. And I'm fixing to discuss right now in detail and tell you the things I've never told you that basically want to reshape the world in their image, which is a Kabbalist protocol. And we need to understand also this AI, that there seems to be a new kind of alien presence on the earth and it's invading from artificial intelligence labs. This is an article, another one that we proposed. To, and the thing I'm going to correct that right now, this isn't a new kind of alien presence on the earth. And it's maybe coming in from artificial intelligence labs because Satan is not omnipresent. Lucifer is not omnipresent. He cannot be all places at all times. That's why in many cases he misses the deal. He makes stupid mistakes and does stupid things. And then what ends up happening is, you know, everything changes. He's got to readjust because he can't see the future. 
Remember, that's why the Bible says that he know, had, had the God of this age know what he was doing. He never would have crucified the Son of Glory because we, when he crucified Christ, it changed everything. It gave us the blood covenant through Jesus to God Almighty to allow us to go to the throne of God Almighty in our prayer. And I prayed for you guys this morning again and allows us to control the literal fabric of space-time around us by the energy fields that we create when we pray. That's what Christianity is. It's a blood covenant through God, through Christ, that allows us to come to God and petition him and talk to him and make him our friend. And we understand that as a Christian if we really understand what Christianity is. And then it's not some superficial thing, well, oh, yeah, I went to church last month. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did that. No, no, no. It's way past that. It's a spiritual experience that we have with the creator of the universe, and we need to understand that. Remember that Yuval Noah Harari, that gay Jew, said a few days ago (laughs) from the World Economic Forum? He said basically that he refers to a new and different world which has emerged and replaces the old and stands in a technological revolution that has been achieved in by social media. And he speaks of a kind of extraterrestrial presence on the earth, plus a demonic presence. The new thing here is that there's some kind of alien presence on earth. A new alien intelligence has invaded our lives, not from a distant planet, from an artificial intelligent laboratory. And this is something new, they say in this article, but it's not something new. This is the same way that I believe that Lucifer was able to achieve in Genesis chapter 6, that every thought was evil all the time. I believe this technology existed before. The flood wiped it out. I believe they were recreating it again in Rome. And if you've ever been to Rome and you see the ancient buildings and stuff, they were pretty technologically advanced. And you see the ancient things they had in Rome. I think they were building it over again as they were in the days of Noah. And Jesus came and said, you know what? We're just going to stop this. You know, I'm going to basically allow myself as an omnipresent being to be reborn into a human body. And I'm going to basically come in now and I'm going to die for them and spill my blood, which is going to create an energy field for all eternity because I'll be omnipresent, which is going to continually change human DNA back to that of the Father to allow us to commune with God the Father Almighty. That's what Christianity is. It's unbelievably powerful what Jesus did. But now they want that old world order back, and they're doing the same thing all over again. Another couple thousand years has passed, and they want to be able to tie everybody into a D-wave computer through microchipping or through energy fields and allow Lucifer to become omnipresent in this area to be everywhere at once so we can affect everybody's thoughts and everybody's minds all the time. That's what I believe the goal here is, which is going to be the emergence of the Antichrist system. Then you got to ask yourself a question. How in the world has this happened, and who in the world are these crazy whackbags that are doing all of this? And, and then we got to kind of stop back in for just a second. We have to say, you know, why in the world is Bank of America announcing zero down payment, zero closing costs, zero for black and Hispanic buyers for the first-time house buyers? They're not going to have to pay anything. All they have to show a few utility bills and a few other forms of ID, and they're going to be given a house. And now we've got 4 million people being evicted now, like almost immediately within a couple of months, from their homes they've been in because they haven't paid their mortgages because they've been getting government handouts. And those people are now, many of them are going to be homeless because their credit beacon scores would be so bad they won't be able to re-rent another place. But yet these people coming in from South America, they're basically, how should I say, not even being tested for their beacon scores. They're not being checked. And I believe they threw the blacks in there with this, in this package to obfuscate what they're doing. Because remember, with Black Lives Matter and all those other groups, you know, most black people that I know, uh, they already have a home. Most people, most black people that I personally know are really great people, and I really love them. I had a good black pastor friend of mine over here the other day. Been a friend of mine for 30-something years. Really good man. Love the guy. Spoke to another friend of mine who's black in the office yesterday. Spent an hour with him. I, 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 so they're throwing this in together 
because they're trying to not say, okay, it's the people coming in from South America. You know, most black guys that I know are really, really, really good people. I'm sitting and he said, well, why are you picking on them because they're black? You shouldn't see color. Stop it. Just stop that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't allow, don't say to me, I can't say that. I've got a lot of white friends that are really good people too. And I've got a bunch of Hispanic friends that are really good people too. And I, and I've got a bunch of German friends that are really good people too. I can go on and on and on. Don't say I can't say something when they come in and abuse this propaganda against us. We've got to realize that's what this is. It's pure propaganda. And this is the same thing they did in 2008. This is how they were able to fill that subdivision up across the street where we are and basically say, hey, you know, this is going to be all Hispanic because, hey, guess what? We're going to let them move in here with absolutely no proof of income, no beacon score, as long as they pay a couple months utility bills, no down payment, nothing. And, and they come to this country and they think they've just, you know, won the lottery because they don't even know how in the world this happens. How can you not say, this rich do we get this beautiful home and suddenly we're here with no job? And this is the, the this is the group that runs the planet. And remember, this Federal Reserve group of cartel owners, th- there's eight families who pretty much own the United States through BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. They own the Bank of International Settlements. They own the International Monetary Fund. They own the World Bank. And we need to understand that. They're the Goldman Sachs, the Rockefellers, the Lehmans, the Kuhn Lubes of New York, the Brothschilds of Paris and London, the Warburgs of Hamburg, the Lazards of Paris, and the Israeli Moses Seifs of Rome. And many of these bank stockholders reside in Europe. The U.S. government has historically has had, had a historical distrust of the Bank of International Settlements, lobbying unsuccessfully for the demise in 1944 post-World War II Bretton Woods Conference. Instead, the eight families' power has been was exacerbated with the Bretton Woods creation of the IMF and the World Bank. Bretton Woods became a boom to the eight families, and the IMF and the World Bank were central to this new world order, writes Dean Henderson at the Hairland Report. Now, I'm posting this article. The four horsemen of banking, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, City Group, and Wells Fargo, own the four horsemen of oil, ExxonMobil, Royal Dutch Shell, BP, Chevron, and Texaco, in tandem with Deutsche Bank, Barclays and European old money behemoths. And all of these people control Banrock, BlackRock, and State Street at the highest levels. The companies under Rockefeller control include ExxonMobil, Chevron, Texaco, BP, Amico, Marathon, Freeport, Quaker Oats, United, Delta, Northwest, International Harbor. And this list goes on and on and on. And this Federal Reserve cartel basically has a monopoly over the global economy. And it doesn't end at the edge of the oil patch. According to many of the company 10K filings to the SEC, the four horsemen of banking are among the top 10 stockholders of virtually every Fortune 500 corporation. But yet, when you look at this and you see this and you wonder who in the world these guys are, you stop and you go, wait a minute, this can't be true. These guys can't be doing this. And all of these guys have a fundamental group of people that are managing them. And that's the wizards and the warlocks and the weirdos of the Kabbalist groups that run the banking sector, who basically brought the Rothschild banking cartel in with Sarotain Zevi in 1666 to become the world's, how should I say, financiers, to control economies and control wars, the starting and the stopping of wars by money supply. They created our civil war, trying to split up the United States. They basically tried to assassinate Andrew Jackson multiple times, and he wanted to get rid of the Bank of America that Andrew Biddle had put together to stop the War of 1812, bringing the Rothschilds in to basically control the United States through debt-based currency again. They did the same thing with Abraham Lincoln, who I do not like, 
because he refused to put the debt-based currency system back in, and they had him executed, and you know, John Wilkes Booth was a Rothschild agent. And on and on and on and on until in 1912, 1913, they pushed to have the passage of the Federal Reserve Act. And, and I'm going to give you a couple of quotes here of these guys and who they are. Uh, there's an interesting guy. His name's Nathan Goldman. And, you know, he's basically a founder of this World Congress. And he says, this, this is a quote. This is his words. The historical mission of our world revolution is to rearrange a new culture of humanity to replace the previous social system. This conversion, reorganization of global society requires two essential steps. Listen. First, the destruction of the old established order. That would be Christianity. Secondly, design and imposition of the new world order, which is not the new world order. It's going to be the old world order coming back to the way it was in Rome to allow this artificial intelligence to take over. The first stage of this requires elimination of all frontier borders, no border states, no nationhood, no culture. Public policy, ethical barriers, and social definitions can only then be destroyed as the old system elements be replaced by opposed system elements of our new world order. The first task of this world revolution is destruction. This is the guy who like started this stuff like over 100 years ago, and he's telling them what he's going to do. And this is basically a kind of cult force of the Kabbalist groups and high levels of the Masonic lodges who are dedicated in their own words to destroy civilization. This pandemic that we've had with this COVID and now these injections, which are going to be much worse than the pandemic as far as killing people. Now they're saying the real death toll occurs around five months afterwards. You know, Germany's saying that the primary, the only people that are dying from COVID are the ones that have been vaccinated now. And Germany is shutting industry down everywhere because they can't get fuel, which is being conspired by the Ukraine with that Zelensky, the guy who likes to dance in high, that he's a stinking weirdo who dances on leathers and high heels. You know, just he's the president of the Ukraine. Can you believe this? I mean, can you believe this? You can't make this crap up. Okay. So he decides to come to the United States to get billions of dollars of aid. And the United States decides to boycott Russia. So does Europe because they're basically, a, you know, a, you know, a, a, just a, a thief of the United States and the Rothschild banking cartel. And now they're destroying Germany. This, this is what the goal was. This pandemic, you know, is expired by this Kabbalist creative destruction and Freemasonry. And, and now they're trying to basically cause all these nation states to come after each other and kill everybody with a bioweapon in order to cover their tracks. They require the destruction of this Christian order, which basically was trying to do God's will on the planet. This great reset will create their, quote unquote, new world order, which is under Satan, under Noahide laws, through the rebuilding of the third temple and having Lucifer or the Antichrist come onto the planet and rule. See, they don't think the Antichrist is going to be overthrown. Remember that. They think he's going to come in and take control of the planet. God warned us that this was going to happen, but the Antichrist was going to be overthrown. He tells us that in his word. The problem is they don't think that's going to happen. They think they're going to be able to defeat God. And this group of occultists, this, this debilitating cancer, so to speak, that has taken over the United States and the world, they control our banking system. They control the money supply. You know, They have leveraged their control over government credit to subvert every social institution, government media, education, religion, medicine, law. This is their control of everything through BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and the Bloodline families, which I mentioned earlier. And we understand this is happening, but we basically don't want to believe it because we've been told for 100 years now that Christians need to stay out of politics. Now, Goldman continues to say, all social strata and social formations created by traditional society must be annihilated. Individual men and women must be uprooted from their ancestral environment torn out of their native areas. No tradition of any type shall be permitted to be remain as sacrosanct. In other words, husband and wives. 
and the family. You've got to destroy it all. Traditional norms must only be viewed as a disease to be eradicated. The ruling dictum of the new world order is nothing is good, so everything must be criticized and abolished. Everything that was must be gone. This is what Sabbatai Zivi taught when he pushed the Kabbalists out into the open in 1666. He said the only way they can resurrect their serpent god, Isaf, from the pit is to turn around and make everything evil all the time on the earth until they can resurrect him. This is how perverted these guys are. That's why when you look at the highest level of the occult leaders in this world, and Sam, Stanley Kubrick showed this in his movie Eyes Wide Shut, which I do not recommend that movie unless you watch it like edited, that this group of people routinely conducts human sacrifices and routinely goes into their giant mansions with all of their nation-state leaders and flunkies like F. Jeffrey Epstein did with his giant mansion up in New York and basically rape young girls and young boys or whoever else they want to do it to and conduct human sacrifices. Why did this stinking pervert, why did he have a dental chair in his shower in his mansion in, 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 DC, in, in, in New York? A dental. What are they strapping people to the dental chair and just do all, doing all kinds of horrible stuff to them? Are they using MK Ultra mind control techniques, using certain types of lights and frequencies? They've had them strapped to a chair. What the heck was he involved with with a dental chair in his shower? This is one sick piece of crap, and he's a complete and total Luciferian. And that's why I don't believe for one second he's dead. I believe that he was basically taken out of that prison and that he was never killed, and they basically put a body double in there because he had too much stuff on too many of these old people. You know, after the structure of this Christian world order, they want a larger and more difficult task in which they want to bring in the ancient roots of their Kabbalist Luciferian dictates and change the social norms to become disorganized, archaic, so that they can destroy everything that God created to be very good, who that is good to receive with thanksgiving. L look at these guys, who these, these people. Look at these Kabbalist Luciferians, a synagogue of Satan. Rachel Wolinsky, CDC director, and Shunat, CDC deputy director. Jeff Rekunis, CDC Director, Washington Office. Jeff Zint, COVID Czar. Zevar Bechera, Health and Human Services. Rachel Levine, oh God, bleh, Assistant Secretary for Health. And it goes on and on and on and on. And once we understand who these guys are and what they're doing, we begin to realize that, you know, it's just, it's just unreal. In fact, J. Edgar Hoover, who was in the middle of this stuff and he finally realized what he was involved with it. August of 1956 in the Elks magazine, he said, yet the individual is handicapped by coming face to face with a communist conspiracy, a Kabbalist conspiracy. I'm, put, I'm adding the communist and Kabbalist conspiracy so monstrous that you cannot believe it exists. The American mind simply has not come to the realization of the evil which has been introduced into our midst. It rejects even the assumption that human creatures could espouse a philosophy which must ultimately destroy all that is good and decent. And you go, Wow. That's what they do. And remember, according to this Kabbalah, evil and catastrophe are endemic factors in the process of creation. This is a quote. Without evil, there could be no good, and without destruction, creation cannot take place. Kabbalists believe that the Christian order must be completely destroyed before the new satanic order can be, based on the Kabbalah, can be built with the rebuilding of the third temple. It's going to start. Yet they go into Christian churches, and I love my Christian brothers and sisters, and they come in for temple funds. They come in to have the Christians actually build the temple that's going to create the new world order and the coming of the Antichrist because the Christians have been brainwashed to believe that if they support Israel, which is going to be bringing all of this to the forefront, that they're going to be blessed. And if they don't say, say something bad about Israel, they're going to be cursed. Well, since the formation of Israel, how is the country of the United States gone with all of the dual Israeli citizens that we have in Congress? How's it gone? Are we better than we were 50, 60 years ago? Are our schools better? Our culture, is our culture better? 
We sure have been blessed, haven't we? Yeah, okay, whatever. Now homosexuality is all over the place. Transgenderism is being pushed by this new world order through their, through their Luciferian TV and dictates. And again, I'm not saying that all Jews are involved in this. A lot of these people aren't Jews. Hillary Clinton's not Jewish. Bill Clinton's not Jewish. These are people that are all signed over either through Freemasonry or through Kabbalah to do this. And many of the Jews are as innocent as the Christians are. They have no idea what's going on. They should be left alone and live their lives. There's a satanic group that's called the Synagogue of Satan in the Bible. And this group is the son and the daughters of Lucifer, probably from a bloodline family that has been going down through the generations from the original fallen angels. Remember, you know, Prince Charles, he was related. His great-great-granddaddy was Vlad the Impaler, Count Dracula. You can't make this stuff up. You, know, you guys don't think that's true? Go look it up. And, and this is the group that runs the planet. And this creative, quote-unquote, doctrine of creative destruction explains why war and revolution have been characterized by this genocide, terror, and destruction. Because these guys are controlling everything because they control the wealth and they control the money flow. It explains the banishment of God Almighty, the great I Am, from public discourse and the widespread acceptance of obscenity, pornography, the occult, and explains the attack on gender and the promotion of homosexuality on, to heterosexuals. It explains the entire false flag terror that is a hallmark of modern life. And we understand that this stuff far started again back in the 1666, the modern-day portion of this. And, and bankers and half of the people in Europe that were basically involved with this adopted the, this pestilence and spread it to the Christians and the elites through Freemasonry. And this is the group that has been controlling this planet now for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. You've you, you got to realize this, who these people are and what they do and what they believe and how incredibly evil they are. They don't care if they sacrifice little children through abortion. They consider it a sacrament to them. They really do believe that. They, 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 they don't have spiritual ideals of goodness and justice and beauty and harmony. They're the same ones that have destroyed art and made people welding forks and spoons together, supposedly art, and just weird pictures and splashes of paint on the wall. Oh, look how beautiful it is. No, it's not. No, no it's not like that. You remember, the Kabbalah says that God is unknowable. You're not even allowed to see him, this Einstein character. You have to go to one of their archangels in order to even pray to him. They're saying that you're not allowed to know God or be with God or be in communion with God. This is Satanism. You, you, you cannot obey God and follow God's word if you can't know him. And, and you know that's why the Holy Spirit was sent to us, because the Holy Spirit was sent to us to allow us to be infused with God himself, the energy field of God, to, to direct and guide the course of our lives. You know, to the Kabbalist, God is this infinite sea of being, they call it, named Einsoff, without any limit, hence without any qualities, without desire or will. He's incomprehensible. That's how they say this. This is an article basically from Jacob Ankes and what he said. In fact, God is perfection for Christianity. We know who he is, and we understand who he is. He's literally perfect. We know who he is. We hear his voice of the Holy Spirit. and allows us to continue our lives on this earth because we're basically following the Holy Spirit. You know, this, 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 the Kabbalah is so satanic because they say that part of God is evil. That's not true. It's completely and totally not true. And so when you start digging into this stuff and you start digging into the Zohar and all these people and what they believe, they really believe that there's redemption through sin. I, did, I mean, deliberately flaunting the old law by doing evil, adultery, incest, pedophilia. They don't care. Murder. They don't care. This destruction of civilization, this chaos, what they believe will provoke the return of their quote unquote antichrist. They call it their messiah who will rebuild the world according to Kabbalah specifications with the Illuminati bankers playing God, basically, through a D-wave computer tied directly into Lucifer, would allow him to control the thoughts and the minds of everybody on the planet, as he did in Genesis chapter 6, before God had enough of this stuff. 
and the media, which is also owned by the same group of people, the same group of Kabbalist Luciferians, they're gaslighting everybody. They, they've, they've done all of this stuff, and they've pushed these vaccines, they pushed these vaccines, they pushed these vaccines, and they basically said that, you know, you got to take the vaccines or you can't even participate in society to force more and more people to get the mRNA shot to try to change them. Karl Marx, the father of communism, he was a Kabbalist. He was a Satanist. And this is the same satanic rationale they use for starting these devastating wars. And these guys, because they control the banking system, they're under we, this, we the people of the United States and the world is under this continual satanic attack because they're trying to control us. If, if you don't do what we tell you to do, you can't take a bus ride. If you don't do what we tell you to do, you can't get on an airplane. If you don't do what you tell you to do, you can't have a job or get a mortgage or have a credit card. This is the credit, social credit score that they're bringing in upon all of us. This is what they want. This is the same group, the same group that controls Fauci, the same group that controls many members of Congress through Jeffrey Epstein and the blackmail via Mossad. This is the same group, and this same group has done everything they can for thousands and thousands of years to destroy everything. And they were basically just – I mean I can't even imagine how angry they were. Listen to this. Stay with me for a second. They know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He showed up. He's raising the dead. He's healing the sick. He's curing the blind. He's doing everything, and they see it. And they know who he is, and they know he's the Son of God. So they want him to lead them. They want them to help Jesus to lead them in the rebellion against Rome, to take his throne and basically rule through the Kabbalist Luciferian sect. They come to him, and they're all mad at him because he's not doing what they want him to do. And finally, he looks at him and he goes, hey, you! You're the children of the devil. That's who you are. You know, you're, you're your father's Lucifer himself because he knew what they were doing in their Kabbalist practices from the 70 elders and all the groups there. And again, it's not to say that they were all involved in that. I'm not saying that as far as the rank and file, but the top people were. He called them out for it. So what do they do? <laughs> what do they do? They decide they're going to put up a big charge against him that he's claimed to be the son of God and that, you know, and he's blasphemed and they want to have him killed. Because they want to stop him from having power because they can't control him because he is the son of God. And think about it for a second. Can you imagine when they put him on that cross and he died? And after the third day, he said, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be dead anymore. Think about that. The power that he had to be resurrected from the dead and to come back. And at that point, that's what the Bible said, had they known what they were doing, they never would have crucified the Son of Glory because he is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. And through him, all things are possible. And that's why we as Christians, we've got to stand our ground. And we've got to say no, like in the book of Ephesians, we've got to put on the armor of God. And when, no matter what else happens, we have to stand no matter what. And if we do that, we, we obtain this incredible prize in heaven in which we're able to spend eternity with God Almighty and with Jesus and just rule and reign with God through heaven and do all the things he wants us to do according to the world and the Bible and all the, according to the Bible and what it says. Guys, listen to me. Christianity, this thing is not for the faint of heart. It's real. It's got tremendous power, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But, Lord, think about it. But, 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 but listen to me, friends. I'm, I'm praying. I pray all the time out loud. But, but guys, think about it. I said if we have that ability – we can stop this. We've got to get the pastors in the pulpit to wake up and get off of their bottoms. That's the nicest way to put it. And tell the truth about who these guys are 
and not just sit here and give us platitudes. We've got to go out and we've got to do everything we can in our local elections like we just did here in Polk County. And we've got to call these people out at school board meetings like Austin and I did. And we've got to say, no, 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 we vote. And this isn't going to happen. And if we do that, guys, we can bring this back around and we can save this because there are enough Christians here. Remember when God was talking to, you know, you know about, you know about, you know, I believe it was to Abraham, and he was talking to, you know, or, or to Lot or whoever it was in Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't have the scriptures there in front of me, and he says, "Can I have five, fifty people, forty people, thirty people?" There's a whole lot more than those. We have hundreds of thousands and several million a month listening to this show on a regular basis. We are the tip of the spear. The Christians are the tip of the spear. We are the ones that can stand in this gap and tell other Christians, no, this isn't okay. They can't have transgenders in the public library showing their genitalia to our children. It's not okay. Because that's the perversion of this, because they think that snake of theirs, that Einstein snake in a tree guy, creature, whatever it is, they think it's an hermaphrodite and that we have to be hermaphroditic, and they're going to force us into this weird mold as it was in Sodom and Gomorrah where basically all of the people came out to rape the angels. I mean unbelievable, sick, perverted stuff that was going on back then, and God said, I'm done. Flushing the planet, had enough, sending Jesus. Always remember that. We have Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. We can stand with him in all things because through Christ, all things are possible. I appreciate you guys. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? Well, you're exactly right. And that was the entire premise and the reason why the veil was torn with the tabernacle to separate the Holy of Holies from the individuals that essentially were, you know, walking into the temple when Jesus gave up the ghost and basically sacrificed himself. It was to open up that Holy of Holies so that everybody could go in and commune with God Almighty directly. We could speak to God as far as in prayer. That was the whole reason why that happened. And, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people, and they've talked about the veil. And, you know, roughly most historians say it's about 30 feet wide and 30 feet tall and about four inches thick. That was, that's what historians have said. And, you know, when that thing was torn in half – there are historians that said it didn't even matter if you hooked up three or four horses to each side of it. You could not have torn that thing in half. That was the whole point of it. It was designed to separate the Holy of Holies because you, you could not see the face of God Almighty. It couldn't happen. You'd die. That was the whole point of the veil. And that's why when Jesus died, he split that in half. It was the letter by now. Listen, if you want to commune with God, if you want to talk to God, I did this for a reason. You can speak to him now. Talk to him. And this is why it's so important, my friends, constantly prayer, constant talking, constant communication, constant positive speech as well. I tell people that all the time. When you're going through something, and everybody does, everybody goes through stuff all the time. If you're going through something, talk to somebody if you need to. Talk to somebody about it and constantly try to push forward and always, always, always speak it as if – like. David Crank, Pastor David Crank has always said, and put at the end of it, and that's the way I want it to be. You say, you know what? My business is progressing. I'm succeeding. I'm pushing forward. I'm staying strong, and that's the way I want it to be. I've gotten numerous times where I've been doing something, and I'll make a comment, and it's not positive. I'll tell you that right now. And my wife looks at me and goes, is that the way you want it to be? And I'm like, ah, ah, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Let me rephrase it. And speak it. Because remember, power and death is in the tongue. You speak it enough times, it'll happen. Just like you speak enough negativity, 
It'll happen. This is why, my friends, why they're pushing this absolute perversion on the general populace. This is why they're going in and telling people that the laws of nature no longer exist. It's not a debate about gender theory. This is, this is something, this is no debate. It's a question of whether or not the general population is going to, is going to go along with perversion. And they're going to accept it as the new current thing, as the new way of life. I saw a video the other day, and it was in El Paso, Texas. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. It was in Franklin High School. And a teacher was being recorded off the cuff. They didn't know it. And they were arguing with the students telling the students that the, the the pedophiles are not pedophiles. They are basically, and I quote here what they said, maps, minor attracted people. In the video, it's a clip posted on social media. On the whiteboard, it says, age doesn't matter when it comes to love. And the teacher says in the video, you're not allowed to label people like that. Entire class said, they're called pedophiles. And the teacher goes, stop it. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps, minor attracted people. So don't judge people because they want to have sex with five-year-olds. The whole class erupted. The whole class, I mean, irate. And it went out. And there's been a huge blowback now in El Paso, Texas, this high school over this. And this is exactly what we've talked about, why it's so important to get involved with the local school boards. When you get individuals that are steeped in perversion and they're hardcore communists, and they start teaching the younger generation, you get exactly what we have right now. Guys, what do we expect? Do we expect anything different in this younger generation right now? Pure confusion? Total debauchery? No laws of nature, no biblical laws, none of it exists in most of the schools. It's utter chaos from a standpoint of sanity. Well, yeah. So what happens when you let the essentially the inmates run the asylum. That's what we've done. That's why it's so important to get the truth out there and stand up for what you believe. Just because somebody disagrees with you, just because it's not the current thing, just because it's not the cool hit thing to agree with, doesn't mean you're wrong. I'm always open to outside viewpoints. I've said this before. If somebody comes and we're having a debate, and they say, hey, you know, this is what I, my personal opinion is on this. And we actually have a discussion like grown adults in a mature manner. I'm always open. And I've had points where I've heard people talk to me about stuff. And I go, you know what? That's an interesting topic, viewpoint on that. That's actually very interesting. I'm, I'm going to look into that a little bit more. You know, that's that it changed my idea a little bit with that. But when you have this concept where it doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't matter how you feel, it doesn't matter what natural laws are, it doesn't matter what biblical laws are, I'm right because I said I'm right, and anybody that disagrees with me is a neo-Nazi racist skinhead. And all of a sudden you go, that's A, that's not a grown-up adult approach to take to anything. And secondly, golly, what are you trying to hide? Why are you so bent on trying to push your agenda that you're willing to categorize anybody that disagrees with you as a far-right racist, even though we're not even talking about race in this topic? Well, it's because that's their agenda. They don't want to have a secondary viewpoint. They don't want to have a discussion. They sure as heck are not going to have a rebuttal. The only thing they want to do is push their perversion. When I saw this video in El Paso, it was very disturbing to me, and all of a sudden, it's like you see this stuff that's happening. Same thing like what's going on in D.C. right now. I saw an article earlier, and it was talking about in Washington, D.C., they 
carjackings are rampant. Illegal immigrants are getting bust off everywhere up there in D.C. right now. And apparently Washington, D.C. has now made it a full mandate that all children, all children ages 12 and under in public and charter schools must have the COVID injection, the experimental RNA gene therapy shot that has been linked to literally over a million and a half adverse events on the VAERS reporting system. Children under 12 have to have the shot. Else they're not allowed to go to school. Period. Religious exemption does not matter. Now, why are they doing that? Why would they do that in D.C.? It's again a set of precedent. Same thing they've done in L.A. with certain things. Same thing they do in Chicago. Same thing they do in New York. It's a set of precedent. See how far they can push it. They want to see how much blowback they're going to get. And now parents, of course, in D.C. are having a meltdown. I mean, they're having full-blown fit for good reason. Now they got to file lawsuits against D.C. over this mandate. And they, they said now if the student is not vaccinated for COVID by January 2023, they can't even do remote learning online. No, I'm not joking. If the children are not injected against COVID with the COVID RNA gene therapy shot, they'll be completely shut out from the education system their parents finance with their tax dollars. Like I made a very valid point with the complete and total garbage, Lisa Miller, that is on the Polk County School Board still. Essentially, it's a draw right now. They're having a a, a rerun of this in November. I told people, I said, listen, I said, when you have people that come out like Lisa Miller did with multiple other individuals on Facebook and say, if they're homeschoolers, they don't have a right to vote and tell us what we can and can't do in the school system. They said that blatantly. Huge, huge debacle on Facebook over this over a week and a half ago when it was going on. And my response is, that's okay. That's cool. Go ahead and refund me and all the families that I'm trying to represent and the people that are behind me. Go and refund us all of our uh, taxpayer money that we've paid to the Department of Education in the state of Florida and all the property taxes we paid into you guys. That's fine. You know, let us know when you got that multi-million dollar check ready to cut for all of us. Allegedly. Right to say. Off your your microphone's messing up, bud. Your microphone's messing up. Sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Yes. Mike had a little issue there. But this is what's happening, and it's happening all across the country. And now you have... The State Department, this is very strange. This is an incident that just occurred recently, and nobody's talked about it. Just in D.C., speaking of D.C., two State Department Foreign Service officers, both of them females, were killed in D.C. in the last couple weeks, both of them by hit-and-run drivers, randomly. And my condolences to the family. One of them was Foreign Service Officer Sean O'Donnell, and the other one was Sarah Langenkamp. And, you know, they're both mothers. They're both wives. They're no longer on this planet anymore. They got hit by vehicles. Lincoln Camp was a 42-year-old diplomat who formerly worked at the U.S. Embassy in Kiev, Ukraine. It was suddenly struck by a flat a flatbed truck on August 25th while riding her bike. Suddenly. No report on anything. They know what's going on. Then you have this incident with O'Donnell, who was struck by a cement truck while riding her bike in D.C. as well. So... How do these shows, how do, the, how do these incidences 
go along, how do these people that were involved in Ukraine, how do we have this corruption that's continually going on? Suddenly we have these two women that are just killed riding their bicycles suddenly. Guys, these aren't coincidences. There's an article that just came out from the dossier that said black hole. As billions in American arms and aid enter Ukraine, U.S. officials receive handwritten receipts. Handwritten receipts. This is how bad the corruption is in Ukraine. It even says in here in the article, it says Ukraine is constantly ranked as one of the most corrupt governments in all of Europe, even in the United States. Given that reality, it might not come as such surprise that Kiev has no functioning mechanism to track the massive inflow of weapons into the country. With tens of billions of dollars allocated to Ukraine and untold billions of military equipment shipped across the border, when U.S. arms enter Ukraine, it enters a black hole. Given the notorious corruption in Kiev, perhaps that's all by design. Where do all the weapons and aid end up exactly? Nobody knows. Not even the inspector general who's supposed to be America's watchdog on this effort. Bloomberg even reported torrent of cash for Ukraine arms puts Pentagon watchdog on alert. And a bombshell talks about how there's no accountability at all. They're literally getting handwritten receipts like you got somebody doing a stucco job for you at your house. And you're paying them in cash and you're writing a hand receipt on paper. Oh, um. There's 50 javelin missiles. Uh, yeah, they're, they're you know they're, they're javelin javelin missiles. Yeah, there's 50 of them. Okay, I got 50 of them right here. I'm putting my signature on it. All right, here's here's a receipt for it. Yes, and we also have another case of FN uh, 240 Bravo machine guns. We have 500 belt-fed automatic weapons coming in. All right, here well, here's another receipt. I got 500 belt-fed automatic weapons. FN 240 Bravos. All right, got it. This is literally what they're doing over there. It's Pure corruption and theater, its finest example. That's what I told you guys from the beginning when it started. I had so much flack. I got so much blowback when I called out Ukraine. People said, you're, you're not standing with Ukraine in solidarity. How dare you not support Ukraine? I said, dude, Ukraine's the third most corrupt country in the entire world. Via Wikipedia. That's that weird, you know, communist website wikipedia even states it and you're telling me over here i need to start continue to give money to a country that we just handed 50 billion dollars to an aid and we sent all these weapon platform systems to but remember it's okay for the ukraine citizens to get 240 bravo belfin machine guns because remember it's supported democracy it's okay to shut down every single aspect of fuel coming into europe and block out russia even the demise of the own countries like Germany and France, they've said they can't even heat their own countries this year. Because remember, it's it's a small price to pay to support democracy. Remember when Bush, the dumb one, H.W., George Bush, came in and said, oh, yeah, uh, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Remember when he said that? We got, we got to invade Iraq because, remember, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. They do it all the time. It's constant theater. They tell you over and over and over again, you either support us or you're with the bad guys. You go along with the perversion or you're with the bad guys. Isn't that funny? It's kind of like I said earlier. You either support the transgender perversion and pedophilia perversion that is now coming to light. I told you guys this from the very beginning. People did not believe me eight, nine, ten years ago. And I said, this transgender ideology, this men go to the bathroom with women at Target that 
the gay Kenyan Obama massively supported. I said, this will turn to pedophilia. And my golly, now it has. Everybody goes, how did this happen? I can't believe this happened. Guys, one small step at a time. Continue to get the truth out there. Stand up for what you believe. Stand on your convictions and do not falter any direction. Stand firm, my friends. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. Multiple products on sale right now. Continue to keep your body and your mind strong. If you need anything at all, be sure to give us a call. Health Masters, 1-800-726-1834. Product of the week, potassium iodine on sale right now. It's product of the week with 10% off. We also have the back-to-school kids pack with the DHA cod and the ultimate multiple chewable. Some of our favorites that are on sale right now, along with the food buckets, organic Lots of stuff. Things are constantly changing. A lot of these sales are going to be going off in the next couple days. So be sure to check out masters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Stay strong as always. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.